0: that's the most important part is checking with your attorney to say, Hey, here's kind of what I'm doing. What do you think? Am I in compliance with the SEC? That's going to be the most important thing is is talking to your attorney and getting your attorney to basically give you a, a yay or a nay. Hello, and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's Get to it. Hey, real quick before we get started, first of all, I wanted to thank everybody for joining us on the show and for listening. Uh, to all my loyal listeners, I really appreciate you. Uh, you know, continuing to listen and support the show. If you can go on to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen, and subscribe to the show, that would be fantastic. Spread the word too. I'd love to. You know have this reach more and more people, so if you could share it on social media or, or, or and just talk about it to other people, that would be fantastic and the last thing is if you can go onto iTunes and give us a rating review of uh, hopefully five stars, that would be great as well. It just helps us spread the word more and it helps us get continue to get. Uh, really good guests on the show. We've had some fantastic guests, and I just want to co- be able to continue to bring fantastic value to you. Go onto our Facebook page too, Pillars of Wealth Facebook page, and I'd like to hear from from you as a listener of you know what you're doing in business, what you've got going on, what you are maybe struggling with or uh, being successful with, and then what we can do on the show to help push you to that next level. Maybe uh, questions we can ask our guests, maybe guests that we can get on the show to talk about certain topics, certain things that are really neat. You're needing uh, some, some extra support with. So provide for us some feedback on Facebook. Um, and you can also share this out on, on social media. That would be fantastic as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being a uh, being a either new listener or a loyal listener. I definitely appreciate it. And we will get started with the show.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Styles with Bridge Realty, and I'm excited for another great episode. Today we're going to be talking about how to get yourself arrested when raising private capital. <laughs> So, with that, here's our... I like that. That was a great interview. Here's our host, Todd Dexheimer. Todd, are you
0: enjoying the weather out there in California? You know, I am, although it's been cloudy, and overcast, and uh, it's about 60 degrees right now. So, it's not as warm as what I was hoping it would be. Okay. But, hey, it's better than 40, which I would probably be getting back at home. Although it does look like tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day back home. So I'll be, but I'll be down in LA tomorrow. It'll be nice and warm down there. It sounds like it's going to be closer to 70 there tomorrow with maybe even some sun. So I haven't seen the sun since in California and everybody tells me this is rare. So. <laughs> wow.
1: And, and by the time people hear this episode, I'm sure uh, what you're doing there will be done, but uh, why yeah. are you in California? Uh, Well,
0: Mainly to meet with uh, my investors. And when that's, this is going to actually play well with our episode today. But uh, I've got a decent amount of investors between San Francisco and L.A. And I just wanted to meet with a lot of them. Uh, wanted to take the opportunity to go travel over here. And then I also set up some meetups uh, while I was here. And, uh, you know, so last night I had a meetup. Uh, today I've got another meetup in San Francisco. Um, and then I've got a, a meetup in LA. So, uh, doing that uh, potentially getting some other people that want to be investors or, uh, you know, also I do some coaching. So if they want to, you know, take maybe advantage of that as well. So, and building relationships overall, uh, is is definitely a great thing but so right now it's it's basically forming relationships and strengthening the relationships that i already have
1: okay and are you partnered up with somebody out there or is somebody
0: hosting your meetups or or are you just no i i actually did my own um which i would have rather this is a week i could go this is the only like the only time i could go and so i would have rather been a part of other people's meetups Uh, But nobody was having meetups that worked in my schedule. So I said, I'm going to do my own meetup. Okay, cool. It's the first time I've ever done a meetup, actually. I've never done a meetup back home. uh, (laughs) So I've never done a meetup anywhere. This is the first time. So it was, you know, yesterday was good. Today, uh, I've got uh, a decent amount of people showing up. So hopefully it goes well. Cool, cool.
1: Very good. Well, let's get into the topic um, of raising capital without getting arrested is what we really meant to say. Um,
0: so yeah. what
1: what are some of the basic concerns? I mean, what, why should somebody be worried
0: about this? Sure. Well, I think the biggest thing, I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, concerns, right? We want to make sure that we're disclosing everything properly. We want to you know, we want to make sure our legal work is done properly um, and with a lot of detail. You know, we want to communicate well with our investors. All that stuff, obviously, is extremely important and uh, it definitely will help without, you know, help us not get into trouble, get sued, all that kind of stuff. But what I've seen a lot of people doing, and this was actually posted by an attorney on Facebook uh, recently, is that, and she's seeing the same thing is that there's a lot of people that aren't really building relationships and they're kind of just generally soliciting and saying, Hey, you know, I've got a a deal, come invest in my deal. Uh, And that's okay. If you're doing the right type of offering, right? So if it's a five Oh six C you can do general solicitation. If it's a, you know, uh, I did a score offering the last time I did that. I could generally solicit to Minnesota investors that were not um, previously, you know, didn't have previous relationships with me. But the most common type of offering is a 506B or similar. And with those offerings, you need to have a pre-existing relationship. And so that's where people are getting in trouble. People are saying, well, you know, they're on my email list, or they're Facebook friends with me, or they're LinkedIn connections. So, you know, I think that's a pre-existing relationship. Well, that's not really the case. You have to have more than that. And I think that was the, you know, what what, uh, the attorney said as well. Like, it can't just be a Facebook connection, or you can't just advertise on Facebook. And get people. So this particular case, this person only raised, I think it was like five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Is that correct? You remember?
1: Yeah, I saw that post too. I think, and it referenced five hundred sixty-seven thousand.
0: Yep, five hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars they raised, and most of their people that they're raising from were not previous existing relationships, um, and so obviously that's not complying with what the sec says and her big point was look they're not just going after the big people um a $567,000 raise that's not a big raise at all that's probably the borderline even is it even big enough to even do a securities offering um so so yeah i they're going after anybody who's just not complying and, and you're an easy target if you're, if you're advertising on Facebook, you're a very easy target.
1: Right. Yeah, that's easily tracked. So, you know, it, you mentioned 506B is the offering that you cannot advertise, correct? Yeah. And so, but that's also the one that's most often used. Is that correct? So uh, yeah, right, right. And is that because, you know, the ability to advertise or generally solicit has just become more recently available? Or why, do, why wouldn't you just pick the offering that you can advertise?
0: Um, well, a few reasons. One is it's, uh, it's more expensive. Um, at least my conversations with the, with the attorneys is it's more expensive to do. There's more compliance. Uh, with the 506C, you can only take accredited investors. And you have to have them uh, basically checked out. You know, are, are they actually accredited? With the five hundred six B, they're the ones checking the box. Now, you not that you want to tell your investors ever to lie. Like I wouldn't do it, but it's easy, right? I don't have to. I don't have to have them actually get kind of proven to be accredited. If they tell me they're accredited, they can check a box, and it's it's a trust thing um where in the 506c there's no longer the ability for trust so you do lose some uh investors that don't want to go through that loophole they think it's a pain in the butt they've got to, you know there's there's a few ways and i can't remember off the top of my head i mean you can get yourself audited Uh, um you can and have your cpa uh do it and there's there's I think there's one other way I can't—I can't remember off the top of my head. But either way, you can only use accredited investors, so that limits. If you have some friends or family that are non-accredited but want to invest, um, they're out. Right? It doesn't matter if they're already in relationships; they're just—they're just out. The geese are flying overhead. That was beautiful. Yeah, is that you squawking there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a—I'm in a park. Uh, I was just trying to find a good spot to sit and you know coffee shop obviously way too loud so yeah it's beautiful out here though um so yeah so i I, th- I think that's why the expense and just some of the restrictions on the 506c i've looked at potentially doing a 506c um you know obviously the good thing with the 506c is you can advertise uh and it allows you to get your brand out there more it allows you to be able to you know there's there's a lot of people that might be interested in investing in your deal that don't necessarily they maybe know of you um but they don't necessarily have enough of a pre-existing relationship to invest with you so uh gives everybody a fair opportunity that's accredited gives them all a fair opportunity so um you know, that, that's definitely a benefit. I know there's people that probably know of my name and, you know, would potentially invest in a deal that don't have a relationship with me if I advertised it publicly. Um, and so that's where that benefit comes in.
1: Okay. So then for the other, the vast majority of the people that are using the 506B and they they can't generally solicit. So then... You know what can you do? Is it you're almost like your hands are tied, or, or your tongue is tied, or you, you know, how do you, actually get investors
0: involved? Yeah, former relationships. Fly out to San Francisco, LA. Um, you know, host meetups. Talk with your meet with your current uh, people on your list. Um, you know, be interviewed in with at podcasts on podcasts. Uh, go to conferences, you know, go to your, go to your local RIAs, um, you know, do all that kind of stuff and just talk to people. But what you can't do is I can't, so I'm out here in San Francisco, right? And I've got a current deal going on. I can't tell. and, and, And I've talked about it a little bit on my podcast. I can't have somebody that I don't have a relationship with invest in this deal. It's just not, I just can't do that. If, if somebody heard me talking on this podcast and didn't have a relationship with me and called me up and said, hey, I want to be part of this deal that you got going on, I would have to say, I, you know, I'll put you on my investor list. Let's have some more conversations, um, but you can't be a part of this deal. Same thing, I'm out in, in uh, the San Francisco area right now, and I had a meetup yesterday, and they didn't talk at all about the deal that I've got going on. Um, But, you know, I did have some people at that meeting, you know, talk to me about potentially investing and I can't have them invest in this deal. It's just something I just can't do. And could I? Sure. But I would be then non-compliant with the SEC, putting myself and all of my investors, quite frankly, in jeopardy. It's just not worth it. So uh, what can you do? network, get out there, build relationships, build true relationships with people. I think that's really important is, uh, you know, a phone call is great. Um, And then some emails and just staying in contact with people making sure uh, they, they can get to know you as best as possible. And, And so there's a gray area, I would talk to your attorney, and get comfortable with what pre-existing actually means. You know, is it, do we have to sit down and meet face to face? Most attorneys or every attorney I've talked to says, no, that's not necessary. Is it one 20 minute phone call? You know, there's like the, well, it was it one 20 minute phone call and that's your only contact. Uh, I don't know if that's pre-existing enough. Uh, and how long ago was it? Was it just like two weeks ago and now you have an offering? Eh, probably not you know but was it you know did you have maybe a couple phone calls have you sent some emails back and forth um are you connected on social media and and then has it been you know long enough maybe three four months uh where you've kind of had that warming period i guess of, of getting to know each other a little bit you know then you're probably talking okay we might be okay Again, everything I say here, by the way, I'm not an attorney. John, you're not an attorney, at least not that I know of. And so that's the most important part is checking with your attorney to say, hey, here's kind of what I'm doing. What do you think? Am I in compliance with the SEC? That's going to be the most important thing is is talking to your attorney and getting your attorney to basically give you a, a yay or a nay or to give you advice on what else you can do to make sure that you're being compliant. Because if the SEC comes knocking, the last thing you want to do is trying to figure out how to prove that you've got these relationships built when you maybe didn't.
1: Yeah. And you know, these are rules set up because there's been bad actors in the past and people have been taken advantage of. And it's to protect the consumer, the, which is the investor. You know, um, and if you think about it, you, everybody's going to have a better... Experience with the investment. If you do have that pre-existing relationship, if there's, you know, some really good expectations set up front, and you know who you're working with.
0: Well, and John, quite frankly, I mean, yeah, why why wouldn't you want those relationships with your? Don't you want to know who's investing in your deal? You want to weed out the people that are going to be a pain in the butt. So if you have a couple conversations with some people, and you go, you know, this guy is or a gal is just not somebody I want to have as a partner, uh, then don't let them invest in your deal. But if you haven't ever had a relationship with them, they could be a pain in the butt. And that's that's the other kind of, not necessarily a risk about a 506C, because you can still get to know people, right? If somebody pledges to your property, you can still have several phone conversations with them, make sure they fit uh, the type of investor you want. But just having that relationship is already, is helpful for you as well. They understand what you're doing, and you understand who they are. Um, yeah. So I mean, just just good all around. Yep. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and I want to mention a few things. First of all, I've been doing some coaching and I want to continue to kind of expand that slowly and, and take on a few clients. And and up until recently, I didn't really believe uh, in coaching and, and uh, you know, taking courses and stuff like that. But I recently, or I shouldn't say recently, it's been, it's been a a few years now, hired a, a coach and saw a immediate results that have been very happy with it and decided, you know, as my teaching background, I wanted to do some coaching myself and help other people get the results that I was able to achieve. And so if you're at that point where you think that's the spot for you, or maybe you just want to explore if it's right for you. Uh, you know, reach out to me. I'd have a free discovery call with you. We want to make sure that it is the right step for you to take. There might be other things that you can do to get success. Uh and coaching might not be it, but let's have that discovery call to find out if that is uh the step that you need to take. So it can really make a major impact in your business and get you to that next level. Uh, the other thing is John Stiles. He's on this show every single week uh, with me on the Hump Day Hustle. And John Stiles is a real estate agent in, in Minnesota, and he will help you find a good, good investment property. John is very knowledgeable and can help you find an investment property. It can also help you sell your investment property. So reach out to John Stiles with Bridge Realty and uh, connect with him. He'll... Also, you know, consult with you and uh and make sure you guys are the right fit so uh give him a call if you're in Minnesota, reach out to him uh he'd love to help as well.
1: back to the show so one other thing we want to talk about related to this is what if uh you want to raise money for somebody else's deal and how how can you get into trouble if you're doing that or you know what's the proper way to actually be involved
0: with that? Yeah, and that's that's a big question because a lot of people are doing this right now, and uh, and some people are doing it right, and some people are doing it wrong. So, if you are raising money for somebody's deals, you need to be a broker. You need to have a broker license in order to do that. Uh, and if you don't, you can't raise money for other people's deals and actually get paid for it. Um, so how could you go about bringing money into somebody's deal and getting paid for it? You'd have to become part of the general partnership, okay? But it's not quite as simple as that. So so that's what people are doing, and that's how they're doing it wrong is, is they're saying, hey, you know, you can I, I can raise money. Maybe I can come up with a million dollars. And the guy goes, okay, you come up with a million dollars, I'll give you whatever, 10% of the general partnership. So that's that's wrong, at least what I've been told by, by attorneys. You can't do that. Now, what you could do is if they're a part of the general partnership and they do bring money into the deal, you can allow them to be part of the general partnership, but they also have to have other roles in the general partnership. They have to be able to do other things. They have to be able to make decisions They have to be part of some of the quote unquote day to day. Doesn't mean they have to do everything every single day. No, but maybe they are uh, part of the due diligence process. Maybe they are uh, also along with the due diligence process. Maybe they're uh, looking over the record keeping, the books every single you know month or every quarter, and going through and making sure checks and balances are in place. Uh, Maybe you give them a role. To do some asset management, you know. So other roles, I think, are the most important thing, and having a clear definition of what they are doing within the within the company within the general partnership, I think, is going to help you stay out of trouble. So, can they just raise money and that's all they do? The answer I've gotten is no. That's not. That's not okay, uh, and that's happening a lot. And they're getting parts of the general partnership. So. Are they more involved? Do they have more of a role? I think that's probably the question. And again, talk to your attorney. If you're going to bring somebody in to help you raise money, talk to your attorney about how that can work out properly to where you're going to be SEC compliant and and nobody's going to get in trouble. I think that's the biggest thing is your attorney should have an understanding of, okay, well, maybe we should have them do a little bit more. Maybe their involvement needs to be here. Uh, Make sure they're not being paid based on, um, you know, just the money that they're bringing in. Yep.
1: Well, and this goes back to having a really good business plan. And if you have different roles detailed out in your business plan, and then you're starting to plug people into those roles, you know, then it's very obvious. Well, this is what this person is doing. Yeah, they're bringing in some money, but they actually have a job here.
0: So. yeah it's just important, obviously you know we're we're raising money from investors and other people's money and and you know their their savings and you know they don't want to lose it and if you're getting sued by or you're getting uh well sued or you're you're getting fined by the s e c, that's no good for your investors. you're putting everybody's money at in jeopardy. Uh, so do it right. I think that's the most important part. I mean, everything you do, you should be doing it right. Why try to skirt around something uh, and potentially get caught and get in trouble for it. So just make sure you, you put the things in place to, you know, stay out of, stay out of the SEC's uh, radar. I think that's the most important part. And again, I've said it plenty of times, have your attorney involved and, and that should help you stay out of the SEC's radar.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody, most of us don't really like to uh, talk to attorneys. I mean, that usually means our, our wallet's getting a little bit lighter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they, they're the experts in this. They're the ones that know the process, the rules, and it's worth, it's worth paying so up front now to do things the right way so you don't get caught uh, doing things the wrong way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, by the way, the the Facebook attorney—I don't think she'd mind mentioning—is uh, Jillian Sedoni with uh, Trollbridge and Sidoti. Um and you know they they know what they're doing. Uh, my attorney, uh, who I've had on here, Zach Robbins uh, with Meserly and Kramer, he knows what he's doing. So talk to talking to the right attorneys and understanding what you can and can't do is going to be really important. And you're going to need them anyway, right? they got to draft up the PPM and um, the subscription agreements and your LLC docs and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to need them anyway. You might as well get them right from the start to make sure what you're doing from start to finish is the correct way and and not finding out after the fact, uh, after the SEC is coming down on you, that you didn't do it right.
1: Right. Yeah good very important points there so
0: yeah I mean I feel bad for this young it was a young guy too I think he's like 26 or something like that uh young guy I feel bad for him but you know at the same time he should have he should have uh really been cognizant of what he was doing
1: yeah do you remember what the uh penalty is that he got himself into or
0: know i can't remember the exact amount of fines that he got but you know it was it was plenty of money right
1: very good okay well anything else we should cover on this topic here
0: no i don't think so i mean that that's kind of what i wanted to, to uh just talk about is just making sure you're you know in anything you do obviously that you're compliant with with what needs to be done and in this case raising private money uh be compliant there's We've been focusing mainly on syndications, but there's other people that are raising private money for and they call it a joint venture and it's truly not a joint venture it should be a syndication um, there there's people that are raising private funds for you know doing a flip uh, but they're potentially raising them improperly so just be careful as you're raising private money that you're doing it properly um, You know, again, not advertising publicly if you're not supposed to be and understanding what you're actually offering. Is it a securities or not? You know, that's a big, there's, you know, something very important to understand. You can't just have partners that put money into the deal unless you, unless it's a securities or that becomes a securities.
1: Yep. It's always interesting when you go to those some of those RIA meetups and people stand up during their haves and wants section saying, "Yeah, I'm looking for money for my deal or whatever." You know, it's like I uh, I don't know if that's the right thing you should be doing there.
0: Yeah, and, and and you can talk. You know, there's there's certain I don't know if you can exactly say I'm I'm looking for money. But you can openly talk about needing private money or using private money or taking investors in your deal, but it can't be about a specific deal, right? And and, and you have to do it right. There's right ways and wrong ways of doing it. So, uh, I, you know, if you say, hey, I, I, I'm looking for money on a deal I've got right now, well, that's obviously wrong. Uh, but if you're talking to people and you say, you know, if you want to be on my investor list, I'd love to have a conversation with you and sit down and maybe have some coffee with you or something like that. You know, that could be, could be properly done. You know, that you, you might be okay doing that if you're not, especially if you're not offering a deal right at that time to them. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Okay. Well, very good. Um, if if there's nothing else, you know, we encourage our listeners and viewers to participate in the conversation. If if you learned something today, you know, let us know if you would like to, if you have a question on uh, this, you want to go deeper on it, you know, comment below on uh, the YouTube video or go ahead and make a post in our Facebook uh, page, Pillars of Wealth Creation. And we'd love to have the conversation with you there.
0: Yeah, and uh, John, we're going to link on the show notes the episode we did with Zach Robbins. That way, if anybody wants to listen back to that episode, they can. He talks a little bit about some compliance things that you should be aware of as you're doing a a raise, so I think that would be a good episode. We can just link that to the show notes. People can click on that and listen back to uh, what Zach has to say as well. Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, John. Uh, have a fantastic rest of the day back in Minnesota, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, by the way, I did want to mention today um, and this is we don't have all the details, but we're going to have a real estate conference along with the charity event. Um, it sounds like September 20th and 21st, I believe. So that'll be coming, all the details will be coming out soon, but if people are interested in that, it's going to be in Minnesota. It's still going to be warm enough, so come to Minnesota when our, we have beautiful fall weather um, at that time. It'll probably be, you know, 70s, maybe even 80s. Uh, it'll be beautiful at the time, so come in to the Twin Cities, and uh, we'd love to have you at the conference if you're already living in the Twin Cities, of course, you just you're just there. Uh, but we'd love to have a lot of we're trying to get a lot of people here we're going to get some great guest speakers Uh, we're going to do a charity event uh, in the evening uh, after one of the days so more information will be coming uh, soon and we'll be linking that of course to the podcast and uh, it'll be all all out there so
1: yeah that's going to be great so
0: watch for more details to come soon awesome hey we'll talk to you soon john make every day a saturday you too Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business. And reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day, and as I say, make every day a Saturday.